After finding the remains of 215 children at the former Kamloops Indian Residential School, Touchline Thoughts would like to take a few minutes to acknowledge the land we are on. We pass on our deepest respect and love for the lost children and their families, as well as the Indigenous, First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people, who through our history of Canada have undeservingly lost their land and lost their voice in our country. As we record this podcast, guests and ourselves reside in three major cities in Ontario. We acknowledge each one now. We would like to acknowledge the land on which we gather and in which the region of Peel operates as part of the treaty lands and territory of the Mississaugas of Credit. For thousands of years, Indigenous peoples inhabited and cared for this land. In particular, we acknowledge the territory of the Anishinaabek, Huron-Wendat, Houdunishini, and Ojibwe Chippewa peoples, the land that is home to the Métis, and most recently, the territory of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation, who are direct descendants of the Mississaugas of the Credit. We are grateful to have the opportunity to work on this land, and by doing so, give our respect to the First Nation inhabitants. We acknowledge the land on which the city of Toronto resides as the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now the home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 and the Mississaugas of the Credit. In Ottawa, we acknowledge that we are standing on unceded Algonquin Anishinaabek territory. They are the past and present caretakers of the waterway and land that we call Ottawa. We are grateful to have the opportunity to be present on this territory. Now, over to your Touchline Thoughts episode. Welcome back to another episode of Touchline Thoughts, powered by the Garage Door Sports Network. We are currently sponsored by J&J Creations. Are you looking to get a gift, a piece of clothing, and or other customized items? Check J&J on Instagram to place an order and to speak with their design team. J&J Creations, where you can customize anything you anything you need. Um, today on the docket, we have some fun things to talk about. Uh, should we be adding an M or a W to major leagues and uh, World Cup qualifications? So we will catch you right after this. So I don't know if you saw the stuff on Instagram that Christine Sinclair posted about adding an M and a W in front of both sports. So like it would be M NHL or W NHL. How do you think? What do you think about that? What are your thoughts, opinions, feelings? Vent to me about it. I like it. I like it because you know what? Not only does this bring equality in the sports that we, you and I, we always discuss every week. There's something that comes up. It's about the equality. But at the same time, if there's an MNHL and a WNHL, that might actually, I know it's not soccer, but for example, it would, it would um, force these bigger leagues to be like, hey, maybe we need to invest in a, in a women's league. Like I know the NHL right now is like, trying to tell you know the women's two leagues to figure it out before they jump in and if you add a WNHL guess what it's figured out mm-hmm. so I'm very much for at least that's my perspective and then that way if you're going to do that and bring that equal level 
then we might get some soccer teams up here in Canada to play in the NWSL. We might get some, we'll get a Toronto team for the WNBA. Like, I think that way is yeah. like, okay, well, it'll expand now that the brand is to be at, at, a, at a certain level. And I know, you know, salary will always come into question, but at the moment I'm for it. Like, how are well, you? It, it brings an equal, like, like it, it shows that we're considering you equal not it's the nba and then the wnba it's yeah. the mnba and the wnba so it's the men's national basketball league and then the women's national basketball right. league not national basketball league and then the women's division it makes it a little bit more on the same level you know right so it's get- a little bit different because like in europe the leagues on the women's and the leagues on the men's side are named differently because of sponsors so like mm. in france you have like league one for the men's but then you have d1 arkema for the mm. women's because arkema is the sponsor yeah and then so same with um some other countries like you have the nwsl which is the national women's soccer league yeah and then you have the mls right yeah so they're not quite the same no be kind of hard to do that because you wouldn't want to rename the nwsl to the wmls sounds cool (laughs) it does sound cool but it's already like an established league right but i meant like if you're trying to get a proper hockey league or a basketball league or some and i understand where people are coming from but my question then ends up becoming like now we're saying men's and women's what happens when you know our our non-binary individuals go well what Mm -hmm. about like, how do we make that more inclusive? Like, do you go WNBA X or WNBA plus or something like that? Or mm-hmm. NBA? Like, I, I like the sentiment. I like for some leagues how it might work out. But like, there's the FAWSL, for example, right? The, the FA's Women's Soccer League. Like, could we have mm-hmm. a, a WEPL or something? Women's English Premier League? Like, I, okay. I, I don't see that being an issue. But you're right. It comes down to sponsorship. Do you tell a sponsorship like Barclays to be like, now you have to do both leagues? Right. Or you tell, um, you know, you said about the French league, does Uber Eats decide to sponsor Liga plus Division One? Like, how do you? Right. So, I mean, maybe that's where the, the hiccup comes from. But I think in North America, for those two bigger leagues, and, you know, if Christine Sinclair said MMLS, um, <laughs> sure. MMLS. Uh, that that just seems like a difficult thing to to see um yeah like i'm like not that it's a bad thing but i meant like the acronym just seems like a mouthful but you know what if people can get, if people can get slowly behind the fact that there's a seattle kraken hockey team or a cincinnati soccer team in the mls i think this will be okay i think it's kind of interesting i think it's like such a good incentive mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah just to like again it's that push for equality like let's name our leagues the same and put m and w so it's not just a league and then a women's league it's a men's league and a women's league so and i and i do appreciate how you know it's like it's something to consider but it's probably not going to happen in the sense that leagues are gonna be like that doesn't make sense but at least the conversation of equality is coming into the forefront and that's something that is hard to do because like well it's like, oh, this is on national TV, but, you know, you get a 7 a.m. game for one of these things because, you know, that's that's the scheduling. We don't want you on prime time or anything like that. But exactly, maybe this will, like, push it a little, like, sway the needle a little. Is that what they say? Um, yeah. Sure. That's yeah. The same. That's the same. Thanks with my wrong sayings all the time. Uh, 
don't know. I, I'm I'm for it. I think it's really cool. I, I don't I don't have a, I don't have any opposition to it, but I mean there's always those people that might say, well, the NBA has always been the National Basketball League. Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, there used to be or like or like people say, yeah, exactly. Or people saying, well, you know, there's always the NHL. It's like, yeah, well, there was the original six, but you don't hear the original six complain that there's a Philadelphia Flyers team that was created mm-hmm. after that, or a Vancouver Canucks team, or like, no, you wanted expansion, you wanted growth. This is just trying to get to that level for the women's side. And mm-hmm. you know, we talk about Canadian athletes, right? Paige, you're one of them. If you had the opportunity to play closer to home, you probably would. 100% ask any Canadian athlete they'd be more than happy to if we had a league at home it would be like it's always hard to move away from home yes of course you it's super fun playing in other countries and stuff but after years of playing you want to have the opportunity to play close to home you know it's nice when your family and friends can come support those things yeah. like my family hasn't seen me play a game in years because one of COVID and it's just so hard to travel like to other countries if you can't afford it you know so yeah. Like having a league coast at home would be great, and it just helps with player development. Period. Well, defending world, uh, what's it, Olympic gold medalist? Like you would, you would yeah. assume that, like, pull up a team, like speak to MLSC or something, or we're the Olympic champions, and we don't have a pro league, a women's pro league in Canada that we can play in. Imagine like how much more competitive we could be if we had already had that development there. You know. Well, we always talk about how the American sports are miles ahead for development. Like, I mean, the U.S. national team has been at the the circuit for years. I mean, yes, the Canadian women's team has, you know, sort of woken up with, you know, John Herdman coming in and changing the culture, uh, Christine Sinclair being who she is, um, Mm -hmm. Matheson, all the big names that come out of it. But they all have to play away from home. Or they yeah. all have to be like, I need a chance to play and I'm not getting an, an opportunity to play here in America. Guess what? I'm a Jesse Fleming type of person who's going to go over to Chelsea to play or Jordan Heidema. Yeah. who's going to be like, I'm going to go play for PSG and look at how well these, these athletes are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah. And we're, we just talk about quality in general and quality is just treatment of players. The money comes later, but it's treatment of players. It's respect. It's those things. And I think adding an M or a W to both sides equals that you know or or tries to push for that equality and that respect i think so and whether or not they add the m or the w to these leagues at least like we said it's that conversation starter for people to be like ah this is where we're going towards sports because hey most watched game of the year wasn't it the olympics wasn't it a women's event Uh, yes it was all right so Frig the, like you said last week, the, the goddamn El Clasico was sold out at the Camp Nou. Mm-hmm. How so many what? times a year does Camp Nou sell out? I mean, frequently because it's the Camp Nou and it's an amazing stadium. Of course, but for but the women. Like, the women's side. And, it, and like you said, in a stadium that maybe fits 6,000 to 10,000 people, you're jumping up to 85,000. Right. That's a huge jump. So like we said last week, you provide the the stadium you provide the seats you provide the tv rights you provide those things and the fans will come mm-hmm. you know you lead a was it lead a horse to water and he'll drink or something yeah yeah exactly yeah and, and i think you're the, water. you're the horse come yeah. watch <laughs> beautiful well it's true though like if the marketing's correct and that's what it was the marketing was on point from both real madrid and barcelona and the and the league itself 
guess what? Imagine what happens when you tell people there's something on it and there's marketing, you're investing in it. People will show up because they're like, well, how many people actually like watch the game too? Because it was also broadcasted. So you have all the TV viewers and you have a sold out camp now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, that's but, unreal. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it was probably, it was probably a better game than the El Clasico last weekend as well. Probably. Right? right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably it. Like, I mean, if, if, if you're listening, like, we'd love to know what you think about this as well. I think a lot of people have, you know, different opinions and separate opinions about this situation. Like, well, don't touch legacy items. And um, if there's anything, you know, about legacy things or things that are like technology that is legacy old, it doesn't after a while. So you got to get with the times, right? Mm-hmm. Anything else on this topic? No, I think it's exciting. I think um, it's a conversation starter, which is great. I'm sure we won't see any changes anytime soon, but it's time to get the conversation going. So, you know, kudos. I saw Christine Sinclair. I know there was other athletes in it um, who are like promoting it as well. But, you know, speaking of soccer, like thanks to Christine Sinclair so for putting that out there and being a part of that. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, mad respect for Donovan Bennett being on that as well. I know he's a huge advocate and a wonderful speaker at that. So it's it's nice to see faces that we see on Canadian uh, TV, maybe not so much on the American side or European side, but these people are very good at what they do. Yeah. Um, how about we just skip over a break and go right into our off-the-bench segments? Um, World Cup qualifying is happening right now, which is really <laughs> which is really cool. Um, a lot of teams have qualified. So before we get into the collapse that you and I might want to talk about, uh, here's who's qualified from the European side. Uh, Germany, Denmark, Belgium, France, Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland, and Netherlands. On the South American side, Brazil, Argentina, Ecuador, Uruguay. And on the, the Middle Eastern, East Asian sort of landscape, it is Iran, South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Japan, and obviously Qatar because we're the host. Uh, Africa Cup of qualifying is occurring right now. Um, I think we'll know what's going on at the end of Tuesday evening. So we are recording this on a Saturday, but by Tuesday we'll know all the Concert half is still going on too, I believe. Concert is still going on. Canada um, has two more games to try and clinch a, a spot. Um, That's lost or the other night. Yeah, so why don't we get into that? We'll start with Canada, if you want. Okay. Um, it was nervy. <laughs> it was nervy. Costa Rica. It was a one nothing loss. Um, a lot of flopping. A lot of interesting calls. Uh, some were fouls, and I agree with them, and some were like, uh, you are a grown-ass man. You cannot be dropping like a, mm-hmm. a feather, like or whatever, brick of whatever the saying is. Um, <laughs> Don't fall over. Stand up. It was dumb. Um, what'd you make of the game or the result? I guess. Um, you know, normally I would say mm, not surprised. Like the Canada men's side has not been as good. Let's say comparing to the women's side. Mm-hmm. but this year they've been great under John Herdman I think they're a really exciting team to watch they've been um like I said I think they were undefeated up until this game like they've been absolutely fantastic in qualifying so you know what that would be so exciting if we could you know qualify for a world cup it's gonna be the first time since the 80s or something along the way 89 yeah, something. 86 something like that yeah 86 
yeah. that would make more sense every six um so yeah that would be really exciting I'm rooting for them I mean I've never not rooted for Canada I would always love Canada to go through but you know it's the men's side the women's side has just been stronger you know it's hard to compete with European clubs on the men's side or European countries on the men's side and um even some great CONCACAF countries as well you know you got Mexico and stuff in there so it's in the U.S. it can be hard to compete sometimes so I mean I'm rooting for them I hope they qualify let's go boys yeah I mean going away from home is always tough and I I felt like the because it's always harder to clinch like it's always harder to get to that okay we're there but we're not there Um, right and being away from home in Costa Rica against a team that's been to the World Cup before um it was not I think it's just get the jitters out. The yeah. playing at home against Jamaica, um, that would probably be the best time to 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 clinch in anything. And and I think they need a point now because there's two games left technically, and they just need a yeah. point, which would still cement their spot, right? Like I think what? it's possible. Yeah, I think if any team can do it. It it will be this team that they've put together under John Herman. I think so, and I think you know, game one, it's like you have one and three, like three chances to qualify, and you get it, you get through that one really bad game, and you go, okay, we know what to do, keep our nerve, play a strong game, play a good defensive game, don't jump into tackles, you know, lucky to be on, you know, if somebody flops something, you know, gets frustrated, walk away, like this is it, like this is your chance to qualify, um, and I think they can easily pull out a one-one draw or win one nothing or two nothing, yeah. keep it simple against Jamaica at home. I mean, maybe Mikel Antonio will be the biggest problem for them, but at the same time, it's like they faced the U.S. and Mexico this year and been very good. I mean, first loss since the Gold Cup, which is yeah. ridiculous. So I say, you know what? Take take that, yeah, take that loss, chuck it in the garbage because I don't give a crap about it. There's two games. Forget left. about it. Yeah, at this point, you have three chances. You know, everything happens in threes. Just finish it in three exactly we believe in them Canada's behind them so you know they've got a lot of criticism in the past couple years and um so it's nice to see them you know succeeding now and hopefully in a world cup that would be great yeah and the great part is if they win CONCACAF and they finish first they won't be in pot four they'll be in pot three Mm -hmm. um I believe Mick was telling me that so like that's 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 crazy the incentive is there anyways. To, yeah, you know. so they're not the worst team <laughs> to essentially qualify. They're not going to be stuck with, you know, heavy heaters. I mean, yes, they will, right. but it won't be like, oh, now there's a group with England and Brazil. And... Well, it also helps develop soccer in Canada in general. Whenever our national teams are doing well, it you know, it helps the youth programs and it helps the pro league that we have, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. It, it, development, it, the players don't have to switch nationalities i mean tamore is someone that comes to mind right. um owen hart gives us someone that comes to mind you know uh who's you the start keeping players which would be fantastic who's the american uh, national team player was a Cindy larue that's uh Canadian. Yeah. like we lost her imagine her playing in her prime with with sinclair right so i i just want to keep our talent in our country and go well, actually you know what there's a chance yeah and canada's one of those countries where most Canadians, unless you're, you know, a, a native, natives peoples, you are from another culture or from mm-hmm. your parents have another um, passport. So you yeah. can go to those other countries. Yeah. So it's so important to keep quality players that 
wanting to play for team Canada and not going to those other countries. Cause you know, if you go and play for a country that goes to a world cup or you get to stay in Canada and play for a country that's not, that doesn't qualify very often, you're, you're going to go to the country that you want to go play in the world cup, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think if we can qualify this year, it's going to help keep players playing for Canada, which I think is so important. That's just going to help develop even more. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's where the league comes into play. Development of the leagues, development of the talents, um, especially on the women's side. So mm-hmm. that's important stuff. Uh, Italy's out. I was saying any shockers for you in that European group? <laughs> um, well, first of all, North Macedonia. They're my new favorite team. They were great in the Euro too. I know. I was just like, is, did Goran Pandev score? I know he retired. Did he come back for this game? I'm sure he came back for this game. He was probably watching, but amazing. Like, congratulations on them for, you know, we said the Euros was a huge sort of competition for North Macedonia, but oh, you just knocked out the European champions. Mind you, yes. a team that beat England. Italy. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, Italy losing out for a second straight World Cup. I don't think that's happened. Um, well, considering they're just the Euro- the European champions right now, and they played unreal in the euros like they had such a great run yeah i saw a quote from Jorginho taking some of the blame because he missed two penalties during qualifying that changed the thing and the only thing i'll say i'll say one positive thing and one like fan perspective but like don't worry about it you know you're an athlete you're a winner freak has a champions league medal and a euro medal like dude don't worry but also stop skipping when you take a fucking penalty kick. Mind my language there, but goodness gracious. That's why you missed them. me about this a couple days or weeks ago. And you're like, oh my God, if they take more penalties like this, I'm going to lose my mind. Just, yeah. No, the Pogba run-up is the best. The Pogba, but like you look at Harry Kane's uh, penalty uh, against Liverpool and he just went right at it, ripped it apart beautiful little pot i was like that's how you finish the game just go up there stop hit it yes you know that's what your coach tells you when you're growing up is just hit the thing and they're like well you know you got to send the keeper the other way i was like you realize if the shot is hard enough and well placed it doesn't matter who the keeper is he's not going to stop it right and if he stops it then you know what that's a that's a fluke because if you do it again he's not going to stop it again Mm -hmm. it's very rare for like i feel bad for keepers but it's the reality of the situation. And then when you skip it, I'm like, seriously? <laughs> if Andrea Pirlo did it once, great. But you can't keep doing every run-up because no. it's freaking irritating. Goodness. So next up, what did you learn? <laughs> and what did you learn from this? And don't do that anymore and you won't miss penalties. Or you know what? Maybe he'll Let... change his approach now. No, he's still... no now he's going to skip one less than... Or an extra skip. I think actually he should be banned from the game. Uh, but that's why sorry you have to retake that penalty that skip was illegal no just yellow card for an illegal kick <laughs> no penalty waived declined <laughs> um but what does this mean for uh, another big miss for for italy's book it's tough because like like we said they had a great euro run i mean they're champs right now and but you know the world cup that's the one that's the one you want to play in. So it's tough. I think they're going to have to try and rebuild a little. They have a lot of experience in the squad. Um, I think we're going to see some of those players, especially before the next World Cup. There's no way a bunch of those players are going to be playing in it. But 
Exactly. So um, maybe they take the time now, the next four years to rebuild and, and have the goal be the World Cup and, and see what happens. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, one thing they did was, you know how stat over the last couple of World, uh, World Cups has been that the previous winner doesn't get out of the group stage? Mm-hmm. Maybe they were just trying to break the curse. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm messing with my Italian friends here. Um, no, I, I like I, I just I look at the program there. I look at what Roberto Mancini's done, and I, I feel very heartbroken for them because, yeah, you won one tournament, great, but we just recognize that one tournament win doesn't mean anything in the next tournament. Oh, and I thought they were going to come in strong because they were like you know we talk about momentum in the sport yeah. in any. And, you know being winning the euro that's huge momentum yeah no i agree and then like i thought that north macedonia game should have been an easy three nothing win mm-hmm. and you just start preparing for portugal but maybe they looked too ahead for that portugal matchup and possible kind of shit the bed but possible for sure i was disappointed in there uh did you see gareth bale's free kick on a more positive note <laughs> Of course I did. Are you kidding me? Where the actual hell is this man for for Real Madrid? Like, I am perplexed. I know he brought up the sign again where it's Wales, Golf, Madrid in that order. And I'm like, at what point are Real Madrid going to... Like, he doesn't play. Why is he still on the screen? Why they haven't sold him or, like... Well, the problem, like, well, Spurs had him, and instead of, like, being like, we'll give it to you for free, Spurs like, yeah, we don't really want him right now. But apparently he might be going back to Spurs. Oh, really? Is that the rumor? Yeah, right I, think, I think I uh, think they're going to try and get rid of him. I think he needs to be back in the Premier League. Uh, it's just, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. You know. Aiden Hazard being another name uh, has not played. Oh, here's a stat. What is one thing that's the most common between you, me, and uh, Aiden Hazard? We've all played the same amount of games and no <laughs> <El> classical. <laughs> At least that's is that it. We've all played the same amount of games and all class same amount of all classical games. Yeah, or minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's just ridiculous. That's sad. Um, it's very sad to see some fantastic players. If Garrett Bale's ready to play for Wales, what is he doing at Madrid? Is he like just rehabbing for three months and then going to play those two games and then rehabbing for another three months? If that's the, the situation, buy him out and let him go. God, but who's going to buy him? Uh, well, you have the Evertons of the world. You have Southampton where he started. Whoever wants to take on his injury risk, that's the thing, I think. But I think you can put him on... Well, you can put him on a, a Brighton, for example, or a uh, or an Aston Villa where they yeah, have you spend that money just have him sit on the free transfer, team. and you're not going to offer him three hundred thousand a week. You're going to be like, here's a hundred, and if you, you do, yeah, and if you hit these things, your bonuses will add up to that money that you would actually gotcha. make. And that way, you know, he plays under Gerard or Graham Potter or Lampard if they if they stay up, or even Leeds, like he'll play for. Uh, Jesse Marsh or something and and get that high intensity like play on the speed play with Dan James on the other side it'll build your chemistry for the Wales national team and you'll also be where you want to be um yeah like I'm just disappointed there was a stat there's another stat that I was looking at and let me know if you agree or disagree on this one but uh the way England fans treat Paul Pogba is the way that Spanish fans treat Gareth Bale fair that's fair, but right. I like. Okay, 
But I mean, the situations are a little different, I think. They are. Like, Pogba's wanted out of United for years. I think he tapped out because of Mourinho. I was reading a story about that. Like, he was talking about his depression earlier this week, so huge kudos to him for for having this discussion as well. People broke into his house, and that's kind of what spurred this. Um, But he talked about uh, you know, everything changing after Jose Mourinho, it's stripping him of his captaincy, being a lot less lenient with him, um, him struggling with things. Like, the guy has personality, but he gets caught and gets in trouble. Whereas, you know, I look at Phil Foden and Jack Grealish over at City, and, like, they go out and nothing gets called. I mean, yeah, they get suspended by Pep because Pep's a smart ass, oh, like, in a good way. Um, but you don't hear about it. But it yeah, it's good. I like, I, I want to, I'm I started parts of the all or nothing 2017 um, men's city thing on, on Amazon prime. Cause I, I was like, he's so smart. I really want to know what he's thinking. Um, and the clips are really well done. Uh, but I don't know. Those guys don't get mainstream media when they do. It's like for five seconds. And if Paul Pogba changes his color from blue to green, everyone's like talking about it going, he has no, t- you know, like why? Maybe he should just switch leagues uh linked to psg linked to aston villa he's always linked to oh like four years ago i remember that being around the rumor as well just oh pog was going to a club in italy pog was going here pog was going there still at united see he needs enjoying life he needs to go to a team where he can go around the pitch like we've seen him in the last couple weeks sorry guys we're turning this into a united conversation my bad (laughs) but we've seen him in the last couple weeks sort of when he has free range to move the ball around for 60, 70 minutes, he's actually more effective than Bruno Fernandez is. So with France, like he does that with France where he's kind of free to roam when he's playing with Conte, he's comfortable. He's working his ass off, you know? Yeah. And, and you know what though, under, under Ralph Rangnick, he's actually been very good. Like I haven't been disappointed with him. His efforts there, I mean, for 70 minutes and then he's a little gassed, but that's, that's somebody who's who's putting a lot into the game. And you look at Bruno, who's been MIA in both the Atletico Madrid games, maybe for one or two passes or whatever, or not finishing things against yeah. Liverpool. Like he's, I don't know. I'm on a different thing. I'm I feel really bad for Paul, and I've been a, a harsh critic of his. But you know, getting the opportunity to just listen to him and to hear what he has to say, I'm like, yo, actually, you know, that's something you don't ever get to hear about is the mental health side of the thing of the, the athletes. And it's great that they're talking about that because it's so important too, you know, great. in any sport. Yeah. Uh, anything else in terms of World Cup qualifying? Um, we'll do a World Cup preview show as well, but if there's anything else that you want to add? Not right now. I'm curious to see how these Canada games are going to be exciting. Fingers crossed for them. I think this is our year. This is our year, boys. Let's do it. To qualify. Yeah. That's it for me for World Cup qualifying. The rest is pretty, like, I'm, you know, not surprised. No. Other than France, but we talked about France. I mean, not France, uh, Italy. Italy, yeah. We're, uh, we're waiting for the African side to, to qualify, and we'll talk about that the next time, hopefully. But um, a happy moment to leave everyone before we go into a break and the final thoughts. But uh, did you see Christian Eriksen walk into the Denmark room um that was really nice oh, my heart it was so nice like he was just he's back uh with the club he um had a moment with cash for smichael that was really nice um, oh i'm sure they just cried together 
he just hugged everybody. Andreas Christensen had a little had a little moment with him too. The coaching staff did. It's good to see him back. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's hit a break because um, I've been talking a lot. So <laughs> I'm gonna hit a break. <laughs> Paige is just quietly listening today because I know she's had a. Busy- oh, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I did a really cool interview like earlier, so we'll we'll hit you guys with that at some point this week. Yeah. Okay, so let's hit a break. We'll come back. We'll end the show. Great. What up, guys? It's your host, Nick McVicker. And if you are looking for a weekly sports podcast to fill your sports needs, you've come to the right place. Garage Door Sports, hosted by myself, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji, brings you all the up-to-date news, notes, and opinions on everything in the sporting world. If you like good conversation, good friends, and a lot of jokes being thrown around, you've come to the right place. Don't forget to check us out on all your favorite streaming sites, and we will make sure we bring you content every Saturday right here on Garage Door Sports. Um, so we are back. Uh, that does it for today. Any final thoughts before we sign off here? Uh, our, uh, <laughs> the reel did pretty decent. <laughs> Last week's reel. With that the was whole... long though. I don't know why. When I posted to Instagram, it posted as a reel. Like I wanted it to be like an IGTV thing. Yeah. It only gives you the option to post it as a story or a reel. Oh, interesting. Because when you did it as a reel, I was like, oh, did you only clip like 30 seconds of it? And it ended up being like a two or three minute. Oh, it's long. Yeah. And yeah. that's so that's why I was trying to post it as like a Instagram video yeah. or IGTV yeah. or whatever. I don't even know if they do that anymore. <laughs> Because last time I've done it, I had to do it through my computer. Like I had to yeah. do it on my computer. Yeah. So I wonder if in the app now they're trying to push reels because TikTok's so big. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was long. I thought it was only a 30 second clip or something. And I was like, oh, no, like, no one's... you can do up as long as you want. Oh, so is it is it technically a reel if it's more than a couple minutes? It shouldn't be. I mean, for me, that's like an IGTV thing. Like you can go click and watch. Like, I don't know why it's posted as real oh, Instagram let us know yeah please sponsor us while you're at it your confusion yeah please sponsor us <laughs> uh in terms of that I've nothing else I just really it was just laughing at the real I was like sitting at lunch and all you hear is a big cackle and my sister comes up she goes what the hell <laughs> I'm like watch this <laughs> I don't know why it's long. That's how it posted. I'll try to fix funny. it next time. No, 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 don't. That was hilarious. I, I had a good laugh. Um, it's a good thing. My, see, my coworker follows me on uh, on Twitter, and he's like, oh, I saw a video of you talking at Garage Store Sports. I was like, oh, so you didn't see the dating video. Good. <laughs> well, well, make sure that's that on. on Soulmate. Don't worry. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, love it. Uh, what about you? Uh, what's your thought? What's my thought for today? Well, drink your greens, folks. I just had Irfan watch me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, they taste like dirt and mud and gross. smell like grass. So oh, I'm gonna mix it in a smoothie next time. I think. I think that's how Please I'm gonna do. do. Please do. Uh, it was really. Like you know, my, my greens. I'm trying to get it all in. Yeah. So, folks, she was drinking some green funky looking thing and then water on top of that plus something else on top of that to the point where it's just like oh I can't take this yeah it was a lot it was a lot it's okay though we made it through 
made it through, yeah. made it through the show. Are you good? Yeah. Huh? I said, you made it through the show, didn't have to run to the bathroom or anything. We're no, we survived. We survived. But <sighs> drink your greens. That's my thought. Or just eat them. Then you don't got to drink them, you know? Yeah. Put them into a salad or, you know, spinach cooks well. Just put them into some meat thing or vegetarian yeah. dish or uh, blended greens. All of those are very good for you. They tell you the more greens in your plate or your diet is, is good for you. And Yeah, I try and eat a lot of greens, but, you know, these have a lot of other, like, health benefits in it, too. Like the, yeah, the iron. Yeah, your yeah, vitamins. Iron, yeah. Fibers, things like that. So I was like, I'm going to try them. Some of the girls on my team drink them. One of my other friends drinks them. He's always telling me I got to get them, so. Well, now you know to adjust based on what you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I got, so I got greens. I got wheatgrass and I got something else mm. and they all smell like dirt so I decided to mix them all together and drink the sludge oh yeah you forgot that yeah 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 instead of going like three separate drinks you put them together so it's like an accumulation of dirty taste I'm either gonna be invincible or I'm gonna die tomorrow so <laughs> do you have training tomorrow we have a game tomorrow Oh, and you're playing. So uh, fingers crossed for you. Come <laughs> on, Paige. <laughs> Text me Thank after the game. I, I, am good. I am good. I had a lot of energy. I ran everybody around. That's what we want. It's going to be like, you know, kryptonite. Maybe. Good kryptonite. Good kryptonite. It's your superpower. Drink the greens and become the best. Oh, okay, you know what? I'll hopefully you score off a free kick or corner kick tomorrow. Oh, I'm you- going to. Place then- money on uh, yeah you're a better man can you can you like get a t-shirt inside that says i eat my greens mom <laughs> after you score or hey touchline i actually eat my greens or something so we can get i'm gonna do it okay i'm gonna do it I'm or like definitely... get, get everyone on your team that does it and if they like eats the greens and if they score just say touchline thoughts guess what hey, uh, green. or like arm or something yeah mm-hmm. cool great idea uh be sure to subscribe to the podcast give us a like or leave a rating you can follow us on twitter uh at touchline th it's the same for instagram but our twitter's for page is cover and page and mine is Rekon manji also don't forget to follow our network at garage door sports and check them out at garage door sports.com as well as follow jj creations on instagram at jjcr underscore e-a-t-i-o-n so that's jj creations just with a little underscore underscore in there Uh, Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next match day. Cheers.